Welcome to the More Than a Woman podcast. I'm your host, Valerie, and this is the show to listen to if you want the push, the reminder, the permission that you can a thousand percent be the woman you dream to be and you could live that rich life because you are more than your mind, more than your money, more than any of your roles and everyone else's expectations of you. You are more. Welcome to episode number 11. Today we'll be talking to Danielle Harris, who is a marketing and messaging consultant who teaches entrepreneurs how to use their own stories to attract ideal clients. She has worked in marketing for over 10 years and loves sharing all she has learned over the years in a way that is easy to understand and apply. Danielle is based in Metro Detroit, where she was born and raised. Danielle is known for her love of chocolate, travel, and the K-pop group BTS. I cannot wait to get this interview started. Thank you for tuning in to the More Than a Woman podcast today. I'm super excited to introduce Danielle, who is with us today. Danielle, how are you? Happy New Year, because I know this is a new year for all of us. And so please go ahead and introduce um, my audience and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Danielle Harris, and I am a marketing coach and consultant that primarily works with creative people that are looking to build a business. But you know, before that, before I decided that I wanted to work full-time as a marketing consultant, I had a nine-to-five job where I was in the construction industry, and I worked in that area for over 10 years. And it was just in an area that I was not passionate about, like construction, concrete specifically is where they worked. Like, and that was not my vibe. I was not, that did not light me up. If people were saying like, oh yeah, do something like you up, like that wasn't, it wasn't lighting me up. But, you know, I had a lot of great opportunities, but it, it got to a point where I was like, what am I doing here? Why, why am I still doing this? And about a year and a half ago, I decided, I think I need to do something else. I need to do something that truly does light me up. And that's when I decided I was going to build my own business. But it was a long road to get to that point because it was something that I had been actually thinking about for years, but I never actually thought that it was something that I could do and actually pull the resources and do it on my own. But I was finally able to, after, like I said, over 10 years of working in this job to say like, okay, I think I'm ready. I think I finally have the confidence that I can do this. I can build something of my own and make me happy. And so that's primarily what I do is I encourage people to go after the things that they want to do. And I use the skills that I've learned over the past 10 years of doing marketing activities to take what I've learned and give that to other people so they can build something that feels really good and lights them up. That is amazing. After 10 years, that's so crazy. What really like share with us, like what, because I know I'm thinking, right. And I'm sure a lot of my audience members have also thought about this of like leaving their job, especially now, right. After we're like, we have like the COVID recession where people are just kind of like quitting and finding new jobs and things like that. Um, some people left their jobs to, you know, like you said, follow their, their dreams and open up their businesses. What I'm sure you had mind drama about quitting and leaving. Oh yeah. And what did that, what did that look like? So, so here's the first thing I at first thought, well, instead of leaving my job, I am going to get a MBA and that will help me to move up because maybe moving up is the thing that I wanted to do. So I, let's say maybe about four or five years into my work career, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to school and get my MBA and a master's in marketing. Um, because that was going to solve all the problems. And then I got out of that. I was just like, no, I, I don't think that's going to be it either. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to leave my my nine to five. But then I realized that I had about $32,000 in credit card debt. And then I could buy a house with the student loans that I have. So we're not even going to go in that direction. So I was like, how can I leave my job to like start something of my own when I've got all this debt? And so it took me 
I did pay off all of my credit card debt, but it took me about two and a half years of doing that. And then on top of that, I was like, okay, I have all stuff paid off. Like if I want to leave my job, I I need some money. So then I was like, okay, well now I got to save up money. And that was his own process. And I think when I got to the point, I was like, okay, I'm going to leave my job. I had so many wins of saying and proving to myself that I could do hard things like, you know, paying off all that debt, saving up, you know, all the money that I needed that I was like, I've done this. I've done that. I've done this other thing. Okay. Maybe I can do this. And I was in the mindset of, even if it doesn't work out, I can go back because I have all these other things. I've got my degree. I have these use of experience. If I can't do it right now, that's what I told myself. If I don't have the guts to do it right now, I probably never will because time will keep going. I'll have other responsibilities and other things that I want to do and try to accomplish. And there'll be so many other things saying that, no, now's not the right time. You have to do this. You have to do that. I was just like, okay, well now, now's the time I'll, I'll do it right now. And I don't want to regret anything. I don't want to regret the choices that I didn't make. I'd rather say like, oh yeah, I did that. That was, yeah, I screwed up, but you know, lesson learned then like, oh, I could have done that if, you know, I only did X, Y, Z thing. That's not the position that I want to be in. That is, yeah, no, that's amazing. Now, I love that you mentioned that it was a process. It wasn't like from one day to the next, you decided like, okay, I'm going to quit my job and I'm just going to pursue this, right? You had a plan. You had a plan of, you know, paying off your debt first, right? Making sure that you had savings, making sure that you were like, okay, I'm going to give myself, you gave yourself a timeline, which I thought was very important. And how did you, I guess for me, because I know I've talked to so many women, they're just kind of like, we want the instant, we want the now, right? Like, what if I don't take this leap now? What, you know, what if two years from now I changed my mind? Like, how did you deal with knowing like, okay, this was the right choice for me, even if you had to wait, right? Because you you did mention you had to wait for a few years just to get yourself prepared. Did Were you ever scared of like changing your mind and being like, you know what, uh, I'm just going to stay where I am at. So for 10 years, I had kind of known that I needed to go on to something else, whether it was my own business or a different job, that kind of nagging feeling was kind of persistent throughout, but I was ignoring it. And I would say that like paying off my credit card debt, like that was just something that I felt like I needed to do anyway. And also like leaving to you know start something of my own was this other thing. And so in my head, at least at the time, they felt like two separate things until I realized like, oh no, like if I do this, then that opens up doors to do that. And I think in my head that actually kind of helped me of having them separate as two different problems and then having the realization like, oh, if I do this, then I can do that. But like you said, yeah, it took time because I was looking at, you know, just paying off everything. And I was like, well, how long is this going to take? And like, I, I went down and I know people like don't love spreadsheets all the time, but like my spreadsheet was what I looked at for like hours on end because it gave me comfort. Um, because like, okay, like if I make this amount of progress. I knew that if I made X amount of progress on the spreadsheet, if I went and okay, if I paid off my lowest credit card that had a thousand dollar limit, I could pay that off in three months. That seems so reasonable to me. And then I could use that money and snowball that into the next one, into the next one. And I said, okay, I think I can do two and a half years. And it wasn't a two and a half years of sacrificing a whole lot. Like, yes, I had to really dig down and like make sure that I did the thing that I was trying to do. But I was also not of the mindset 
like I wasn't one of those people that said like, oh, and I can't do anything during this time. Cause I knew for me personally, like that wasn't gonna, that wasn't gonna fly. Like I was not going to commit or stick to anything if it was like, and you can't travel for two years, but I love to travel. So what I did instead, it was like, I'm going to reframe. Like, I'm not going to just put it on my credit card and like pay it off at some eventual time. Like I will pay off debt or I'll even make lower payments on my credit cards to siphon some of that to then fund whatever vacation because I'm still hitting my grill. It might put me off by another month or two, but like I needed that for like my mental headspace because going two years without something like that would drive me stir crazy and I'd be very resentful of it as opposed to like loving the process of like, I can do two things at once. I can do both and it's healthy and it gives me a fuller life. And it makes me feel like I'm so accomplished. I have all this freedom and I felt good along the way because I feel like if you hate the process of it, then like it's, it just makes it terrible. And like who wants to put themselves on a journey that you're just like, it's God awful. Like sometimes, yes, like life's gonna have some times where like, yeah, it's gonna be awful and you're not gonna love things. But if you're designing this yourself, then as much as possible, try to put into something that you want to do. And for me, that's travel. I love to travel. So I made sure that that was incorporated in my debt payoff journey. That is so, I love when you said you have to make sure you enjoyed your journey, right? So like, even though you were at a job that you didn't want to be in, and even though you weren't exactly where you envisioned, you still made sure to enjoy the journey getting to where you wanted to go. So that that was fantastic. Now tell us about, okay, you, you quit your job. Did you give your job like a specific sound of like notice, things like that? And then how did that journey, you really owning your own business begin and how it was, it were all you expected, like were there, you know, ups and downs, which I'm sure there were, but like, how was it that did you get, or did you think that it was everything that you envisioned? Yeah. So here's, here's a timeline. I decided in October of 2020 that I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm going to leave. And so I said, I'm going to put in my notice at the beginning of the year because for the way that my, my former employer worked, my benefits and my vacation time accrued at the beginning of the calendar year. So I said, okay, if I quit in January, then I could get all of my, my paid vacation time, like in lump sum and stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. That's a, that's a good plan. I'll do that. And January came, January 2021 came. And I was like, Ooh, nope, not ready. Couldn't do it. Like, I was just like, mm, nope, too scared. Can't do that. I had this whole plan. Like my birthday is in January, early January. I'm just like, my birthday gift to myself is going to be me quitting my job. And I'm going to hand in my notice. And I was like, no, that was, I was talking big game. I wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. Couldn't do it. And then I was like, okay, no like March. And I was like, I'll save up a few more dollars. And I'll hand in my notice in March of 2021. And March came, March went. I was like, nope, nope, still not. Still can't do it. Still not ready. During this time, like I was, had a lot of projects that I was still working on. And my friend called me randomly. It was like, I need a mental health break. Let's go to Miami for two days. And I was like, oh, good. Cause I need a mental health break too. And I was on the beach in Miami and like I was stressing out about work and I was like I'm sitting here on a beach in Miami stressing out about work I don't like this I don't like this at all and I was like no I like I'm for real quitting this time and so I had it all planned out I had a couple projects that I wanted to be responsible for and see it through to the end but I said but I'm turning in my notice at the end of July 
2021. And like, and I was determined at that point. Cause I was like, I was too thrilled, like stressing out on a beautiful beach was not a vibe that I was going to go with. And so when, when I got to that point, I was so funny because the, my employer at the time, they were doing like this whole return to work thing. And they said, okay, well, we want people to start coming in like once a week at this point. And I was just like, okay. And then they said, oh, and someone else got a promotion and, you know, you have this office, but they're going to need like office space now. Like, do you mind switching? And I was like, nope, I don't care. Cause I'm, I'm quitting anyway. You don't know this, but I'm quitting. And so I, the first day that I went in as part of the return to work um, process, I was like, and here's my notice too. And they, the face, like I said, I worked with these people for 10 years and their faces were just like, oh my God, like you, you're quitting. I was like, well, you know, I got to be on trend. It's the great resignation. So I'm always on top of the trend. So I got to I got to be with it. But it, that that process itself was interesting just because, you know, the weeks leading up to it, I was thinking like, okay, well, like, am I really ready to do it? And I thought I was. And like, I was had the same like Miami vacation beach energy of like, yep, I'm doing it. I'm leaving. But then I was like, oh, am I sure? But uh, it wasn't that same level of panic and fear that I had back in January or back in March of just like, oh no, I'm too scared. I was just like, ooh, like, I think I'm really doing it. I'm really doing it. What is this? feeling like cautious optimism of like, I'm actually doing the thing that I had for years and years and years said that I was actually going to do. And I was doing it. And once I did, it was like this very like anticlimactic, bittersweet, mixed emotion type of thing. Um, and then that week after my last day, I want to say that I had like this manic energy of like working like super, super, super hard for very, very long hours. And I think it was me in my head trying to make up for the fact like you just did something huge and now like focusing all of this energy into this thing, this business that you're trying to create, like refocusing that to like prove to myself that like you can do this and this is going to work. And I was like, oh, this is the most toxic energy I've ever felt. Like I did not leave. I want to say like I worked, I want to say I worked like eight, 10, I don't know, 10 hour days, like that full first week, something crazy, like something even longer than that. It's like, I did not leave like this nine to five to work longer than nine to five. Like that's not, that's not what I did. And so I had to like back up and recalculate and, you know, really reflect on, you know, really it was fear. Like I was, I was afraid. I was afraid of like falling on my face. And I made this huge declaration of this is what I'm doing now. And then being afraid that the thing that I was trying to do was not going to work out. So, you know, I want to say that for a good month, it was like this range of roller coaster of emotions. But really what I needed to do is realize that like I had a plan, like I'm a planner. And I, so I had a scenario of what I was going to do six months after I quit, one year after I quit, I knew that I had a year's worth of money saved up to rely on. I said that if I didn't have sales for an entire year of my business, I would still be okay financially. Like I had all these things in place. And so I had to go back and remember, I trusted at least myself in this plan. I can still be scared. Like it's a good plan. It's a solid plan. So I can at least have faith in that aspect of it. So, you know, in a roundabout way, you know, that's, was kind of the roller coaster of, you know, that whole story, but it was, that was what August of 2021. And so at this point right now, it's still, you know, within like that timeline of things, but I'm feeling still like very confident. Like I made a good plan. Like I said, I thought like, oh, I can go 
you know, entire year, two years without getting a sale. And obviously like that was not the case. Like I definitely got sales and I got customers and clients coming in, but, you know, going back and reminding myself, I'm okay. Even if I have no one coming to me, they gave me a lot of you know, self-assurance. I love that. I love you saying, you know, you trusted yourself, right? You trusted your plan that you made for yourself. And I love that fact that you mentioned like, right after leaving, doing more than you were doing in your nine to five in your business and overworking yourself and things like that. And that coming from a place of fear, because a lot of us do that, especially as women, like we have a tendency of trying to overcompensate and we have a tendency of really just trying to be like perfect. Everything needs to be perfect. Right. And we think that it requires us to do more work when normally it's really just us taking a step back looking at what is it that we need and moving forward from that. And so thank you for sharing that. That was very insightful. And I love that you also mentioned that, like, you know, you trusting yourself and like realizing like, okay, this isn't it. This is not what I want. This is what, this wasn't the plan. Right. Um, It's so, so important because a lot of times we get lost, right? Like you mentioned so many times you're like, no, January is going to be when I resign. Then you kind of get lost because you have that fear and it takes a lot of courage for us to actually move forward and do that. So congratulations on that, because I know it may not have been the timeline that you thought you were originally going to, going to, you know, achieve or do or follow through with, but you did it, which is amazing. So I know some people stay in the jobs that they hate and bosses that they don't like, um, and environments that are toxic and not something that as you know, women of color, like we are surrounded by that, by that environment. And so congratulations on really like stepping out and doing on your own. Thank you. What advice would you give to other women that are kind of in that boat of like, they want to start their business. They want to go full time. They really are not having a good time at work or just don't feel like they fit in and they don't have the confidence really, or the assurance of leaving or even trying something new what would you say to them? So before I ever left, I found community and people that were trying to go after similar goals. So I want to say that building confidence, you can help other people. Like it's so easy for, you know, you as a a person to see the potential in someone else, but it's always difficult to like see it in yourself. And so I surrounded myself in communities where not only was I able to say like, oh, you're doing such a great job, but people were able to reflect that back onto me as well. And you know, mostly because of the fact that once you're when you're trying to build up that confidence, like being able and being surrounded by other people that can lift you up until you get to a point in yourself, you're just like, no, yeah, like they are right. Like I can build it up in myself. And of course, you know, you have to build up your own confidence, but it's so helpful to be around other people that are doing the same or similar things. And so that's what I did. I found community and other people that were looking to do that. And this was before I even got started. Now, now there are some situations that people are just like, just leave, leave right now. If it's like really harming your safety, yes, but like that's not always an option. So for me, it's about coming up with a plan and a timeline and like scenarios. Like I'm all about scenario planning. Like, okay, in X amount of time, like I can leave or in this amount of time, like I can find another job or in this amount of time, 
know, whatever else that it is that feels helpful to you, your family, the needs that you have going on. But as far as like building the confidence, just being able to see and watch other people do the thing that you want to do. To me, that's just so inspiring and not just like watching it from afar, like seeing other people, like being in it, being an active member of something, some community, some aspect that you're just like, okay, yes, I see these other people. They are like me. They're doing it. I can do it too. I love that because community is one of the reasons why we have this podcast is because I want other women to be more than what the role that was put on them or be more than just, you know, a lot of us are feel stuck in what we end up either growing up with or growing up as, or what we end up even being married to, or, or even like being moms, like we feel like we're stuck in one role and that's necessarily the case. And I love back in the earlier in the podcast, you said I could do both. I didn't have to pick, right? You didn't have to pick doing one or the other. You were able to do both, which was pay for your debt, but also travel. And it just required you to have a plan and to do it and to build that confidence. So that was, that was so good. And I really appreciate it. Danielle, this was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story because I feel like it's so empowering to hear women actually taking that step and like building that confidence in whatever it is that they want to do, but specifically leaving a, a place that just, they don't feel right in or leaving, even if it's a workplace or a community or whatever the case may be, even a relationship and going after and trusting themselves. And so my last question to you is how can women be more than the fear that they feel when they are not sure if, whether to take that leap or not? I have to say that it's, it, it's hard. Like fear makes, you know, what, what some would say is like, oh, a little hop across, you know, a little puddle could feel like you know, you're trying to jump an ocean. Like, and in the time people say like, oh, it's not that big. That's not that big of a deal. Like, just do it. But like, when you're in your head, it's like, no, like, this is huge. This is a huge deal. And so I, I don't want to say wallow in that fear, but like acknowledge that it is something that you have and that you're dealing with. But also at the same time, I would trust that there are other people that are also trying to go through and have those same types of fears and then did it afraid. Like I was still afraid when I, I made my jump, but I would also, I, I wouldn't say that like, oh, and just like overnight I did this. Like this was years. This was a years long process of getting up to that spot. And so I would say like, don't be afraid of realizing that coming up and building up that confidence might take time. And for some people, it's just like, oh yeah, like I was afraid of doing this for like a month and a half, but then like, I just decided to jump. And for someone else, it might've taken, you know, four or five years to get to that spot. Either way is fine. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But if you're trying to be in that mindset of like, this is something I want to do, but I need, I need the time it takes to get me up to that level to do that is perfectly okay. Oh, so good. Thank you so much, Danielle. I really want you to share what's going on right now, what you have. Please tell the um, our audience where they can find you, where they can connect with you, if they have any questions or just want to say hi to you. Please share that with our audience. Yeah, sure. So I love hanging out on Instagram. So you can find me at d.r.harrisconsulting on Instagram. And dr.harrisconsulting is my website as well. And like I said, my primary thing that I do is I help people with marketing and primarily helping them to find their voice, 
find what they want to say to people in a way that is full of ease and calm. And like I said, I'm not into rushing. I'm not into like these quick fixes. Like I, it's more of like, okay, this is the vibe that we're going after and it takes time to build things up. And that's, that's what I'm all about. Awesome. Thank you so much, Danielle. This was a fantastic episode. If you really resonated with this episode, please go ahead and reach out and follow Danielle and ask any questions that you may have and just connect with her. She is a fantastic person. We are in a community um, group together. So it is a pleasure to have you, Danielle. Thank you. It was so great to be here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the More Than a Woman podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go rate and review the show so that we can reach more women. Also, feel free to share the show with family, friends, co-workers, and any other woman you feel needs to listen to these words. You can connect with me on Instagram at Valerie Lucille. I would love to connect with you, so go say hello. Until then, remember you have a story that matters. You have rooms to fill and crowns to wear. You were made for more.